Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast, named one of the best commercial real estate podcasts by Business Insider. I'm your host, Steph Bodrini. We review all aspects of commercial real estate investing and bring the top people in the industry to share their best tips and lessons learned. And in today's episode, we are covering what are some ways that real estate operators and syndicators can market themselves in today's world. And we're also covering the benefits of a mastermind. We are chatting with the legend, Kyle Wilson. He is the founder of Jim Rohn International. He was Jim Rohn's partner for 18 years. He also founded Your Success Store and KyleWilson.com. He is just a wealth of knowledge on the topic. Here we go. Kyle, thank you so much for making time out of your incredibly busy schedule to be here with us today. We have been friends for, I think, over five years already, and I finally get to have you here. So thank you so much. Can you tell us a little bit about your story and, and how you got here? Yeah, Stephanie, thank you. It's such an honor to be on the podcast. I've watched you build this thing and you have such a, a great fan base and you give so much great value and that's the key, right? You're you're always thinking, how can I help the listener? And you know, that's my goal today as well, to support that. You know, I grew up in a small town, never went to college. Uh, I'm not the guy you would think of as Jim Rohn's 18-year business partner. In fact, I used to do drugs, and it was worse than I make it sound, but I had a significant emotional experience at age 19, totally changed my life. And uh, I started my first little entrepreneurial business that was a service station back in the day, ended up building it, 10 employees, open 24-7, so that entrepreneurial spirit was there. And then at age 26, I moved to Dallas, the big city, and that was a big move for me. And through some very serendipitous experiences, I ended up going to a seminar. And at that seminar, they were looking to hire sales reps. I was in that place. Sometimes we're in that bubble where we hear something that's so outside uh, the comfort zone and something I had no skill at and what that until when I went to work for the seminar company was making a hundred cold calls a day to go speak for a company like a real estate office or insurance company or a car dealership. So not a friendly audience necessarily to go in and share how to be successful on these different points and then sell tickets to a seminar. So it was, it was a tough gig and it was a bit of a God thing and uh, ended up doing that, became the top sales rep, eventually went out on my own and started doing my own events. And I would go into a new city every, you know, 90 days, Chicago, Washington, DC, Atlanta, Los Angeles, and put on these big events. And I would hire Jim Rohn and Brian Tracy or Og Mandino. And we would get 2,000, 2,500 people. Uh, life was great. I was doing something most of the people weren't willing to do, like the price we paid was very uh, disciplined, very focused, very, it just took a lot of moving pieces. And it took me about five years to get there. I don't want to act like this happened overnight. We're really one of the top promoters in the country. And um, Jim Rohn came to me. And for those that don't know who Jim Rohn, that's the guy Tony Robbins calls his mentor and so many others. 
And Jim was my favorite speaker and he said, Kyle, my partner owes me half a million for this next event. Can you just pay me directly? Because I always went through Jim's partner. I said, uh -huh. yes. And he said, I'll just take it off the tab. And that next event at the end, I met with Jim and I said, Jim, I would love the opportunity to have an exclusive to work with you. And that sounded a lot better to me than it did to him. I think he was very gun shy. He had had a lot of bad experiences. So I made him an offer he couldn't refuse. I said, listen, I'll pay for everything. It'll be my company. I'll pay you off the top. So it doesn't matter if I'm incompetent. I'm going to pay you off the top versus a partnership on events that might or might not make money. And he, we shook hands. It was a handshake deal. And so for 10 years, we had that handshake. And that first year, I took it from 20 speaking dates to 110. I tripled his speaking fee and started creating some products. And one of them became a viral product that we sold $6 million of. Then I figured out, okay, I'm taking Jim to all these new companies. And I was building, I mean, I had a small team, maybe three, four people helping me with this. And I thought, you know, I could also take Brian Tracy, who I used to represent, you know, at my events. And I met Mark Victor Hansen, who I later did Chicken Soup for the Entrepreneur So With. And I met Les Brown and Dennis Waitley. And so I started another company called Your Success Story. And then I would take all those same speakers I just mentioned into the companies I had Jim speaking at. And we had a great run. And then in 2000, you know, the internet came, or 1999, I guess is when I started my first e-zine back in the day. You know, newsletter, e-zines are popular. Emails are popular now, but I was doing it pretty early on. And uh, we built a million plus list and ended up selling all my companies in 2007 and uh, retired for seven years. And now I'm doing kind of reinventing myself and doing things I really enjoy. And uh, but yeah, that's that's my background story. I think that's such a wonderful story, especially coming from the fact that you provided value to Jim Rohn first before a partnership showed up, which is what you have to do, uh, you know, going to somebody like him. So he saw that you performed and then your offer was a fantastic offer, right? That he could not refuse uh, to pay him off the top, no matter what happens. We need to provide value if, we're, if we need help from somebody else, if you're getting started in real estate in our case. It's like when we see people we want to work with that are more successful than us, we have to find the thing we can help them solve, yeah. that we can really bring a skill. A lot of people come, hey, Kyle, how can I help you? Well, they really can't. You know, it's not like, and it would take me more time to have them help me than yeah. they're going to. But if there's a if there's a true need that they can solve, and if they're smart, they'll just go do it. And I've had some people along the way just go do it for me. It's like, okay, they, they made this easy. They made it seamless. And so I, I'm glad you picked up on that because that is a big mistake. And I, I'm surrounded by that in my world. People want to be introduced to Brian Tracy or Les Brown or Mark yeah. Victor Hansen. And it just doesn't work that way. You know, they have people paying them tens of thousands of dollars to be part of their programs so, you know, that's where they've got to go start is go become part of their programs. Let them see you on the front row of every event they do. And that's really what happened with me. I was doing these big events and I had people we both would know, big speakers that would show up at my events, right? They're mm -hmm. fully participating front and center. Incredible. You have had 2,000 plus people show up to your events, which is... <laughs> 
<laughs> so hard to do coming from my own experience. You never seem stressed out about your masterminds or your books or anything that you have. I've never seen you stressed in my life, but we'd love to learn for our audience. What are some ways that real estate operators and syndicators could market themselves in today's world with all the technology and you know now even chat GPT coming along? Any thoughts there? Yeah, I do have some thoughts. And by the way, you know, the previous version of Kyle was a very type A seminar promoter. And uh, I think at my last LA Inner Circle, Rory Smooth was there. And you, yeah. Rory was at my 2004 event. And you can ask people like Rory and Ron White, who I'm doing a memory and marketing event, started working with Ron in 2002. You know, they'll tell you the very type A, super stressed. And, and I have kind of gone back and re-engineered and figured out why. You know, and that's a whole other story in itself. Yeah, I sold my companies. I retired for seven years and I decided in 2013, after a ski trip with Finance Raft, Aaron Hardy, and a few others, that they had the San Diego mastermind. And they said, You should go start your own in Dallas. I don't have any employees anymore. I don't have a team. I don't have any intellectual property. I mean, I used to show up dozens and dozens of top 10 on Google for all the speakers, all the products. I didn't have anything. Anyone was ahead of me because I was starting at zero, but I did have relationships, which are huge. It was one phone call away and, and I also had the knowledge and also had the money too, right? So I wasn't having to go create something out of desperation. I could build it the right way, which is important. So I've been in this place. So the very question you're asking, I had to put myself out there. And, and so my first observation was social media. You know, I'm a big believer. It's, it's a thing I started at 93. It's called the wheel. And the wheel, mm -hmm. you're the hub. And each thing you do is a spoke. And the big question is how do you get people on the wheel and then take them around. And the thing a lot of people leave out is the getting them on the wheel part. And I thought, you know, social media has a couple of powerful components. First of all, anyone in the world can find you and you can reach anyone else in the world. And for the most part, it's free. And so I, I thought, okay, I'm going to have to get in the social media game. I didn't want to. I was diminishing my story. I was living a very almost private life. It was I would even do a, a Jim Rohn post to not even mention he was my 18-year business partner. And mm. I owned Jim Rohn International, the company mm. that I'd sold. Uh, so I was really diminishing my story. And I have a lot of people, you've met many of them at the inner circle that are highly successful, but they don't like social media. And one of the things we had to talk about was how much influence do you want to have? And if you don't want to have any influence, just go disappear and hope people will find you. But depending on your desire to have an influence in other people's lives, you have to put yourself out there. That's just undeniable. There are a few exceptions, but for the most part, we have to be willing to put ourselves out there. And I think it's really our ego that doesn't want to be judged. It's <laughs> not our ego that puts ourselves out there. It's, it's our ego that doesn't want someone not to like our post or to think we're being arrogant. And I had to be content to say, some people are going to judge me. They're going to say, oh, I'm bragging or I'm whatever. Yeah. Versus the other people that say, Kyle, I've been following you. You're making a difference in my life. In 2017, I'm at a bar in New Orleans. And there's a guy there that's this huge bodybuilder guy, 
couple of hours, we're drinking beer. I see him again a couple of days later at the same bar. We're watching another game. So we became Instagram friends. He messaged me a couple of months ago and said, Kyle, you know, I can't tell you the influence. I want to learn more about your inner circle. I can't afford it. I'm not in the business world. And I'm like, you know, I'm doing this thing called memory marketing in February. That might be perfect for you to come to. It doesn't cost a lot of money. We hang out for a couple of days. He was the first guy that signed up. <laughs> How did that happen, Stephanie? Because we became friends on Instagram. Yeah. Um, he follows me. Now, how many times did he reply over six years? Hardly ever. But he oh. was watching. People yeah. are watching. So a lot of times when it's crickets, we think no one's paying attention. And what we don't realize, we're putting ourselves out there. We're talking about a deal. And what we don't realize, and I learned this when I had the huge email list. People are going through maybe a divorce. People are going through maybe you know, putting their kids through college so that they don't have money. Maybe someone's got a serious health issue. Maybe they bought the very thing you're selling a, a week before or a month yeah. before. There's 50 reasons why they're not ready for your deal, but it doesn't mean they're not paying attention. And so back to the wheel, my thing is if I can get them on the wheel, that's not a funnel. Funnels have agendas. This is I'm not talking funnels. I'm not talking selling. Everything I've ever taught is about attracting. It's about fishing versus hunting. And, you know, you mentioned the word tactics, and I've always talked about marketing is principles and tactics, and tactics change all the time. You're so right. The tactics to fill a room in 93 changed to, you know, 2004, that changed to 2010, that changed to 2016, but the principles haven't changed at all. And one of the core principles is build a relationship with people, build trust. Well, to do that, you have to have a way to talk to them. And social media is the first step. Podcasts mm -hmm. are great for that as well. And then from there, getting people onto an email list that you have a little bit more control. The second thing I'll say about that, I know I gave you a really long, lengthy answer, but the second part is equally important is you got to show up where the people are. I'm a big proponent of events, especially specific type of events that are industry related that your avatar will be there. So you yeah. got to show up sometimes. So whether it's groups or events or that can be online, that can be in person. But again, anywhere I go, there is an intention. If I meet my avatar, is there something of value I can bring to them in the way of some resources? So I have a bunch of free resources and I, I say, listen, Hey, Stephanie. And, and again, that's how we became friends. And you got on my email list and we yeah. followed each other on social media. We met at an event. And yeah. that's what that's I've done that thousands of times. Uh, but I also I'm not going to just try and hard sell them. It's the will. They, they go on the will. You put it out there. There's no agenda when they're ready. This is huge. When the customer's ready, that's when it happens. You know, it's not about who it's when the right person is ready. And taking the agenda out. But first, you got to get them on that social media is the first step or that email list. And uh, regarding the events, I think face-to-face -face is huge. If we had only yes. met via Zoom calls and we, if we had kept a friendship over Zoom calls, it would absolutely never have been the same as meeting in person. And the many times we met in person and developed a more strong friendship. So definitely face-to-face. Yes. <laughs> Which means you got to show up and it's yeah. always worth it. So you're going to learn something, but you're also going to meet other people. 
And uh, yeah, it's 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 huge as far as far as building a list and every other thing. The thing most people don't do though is they don't establish. You know, again, Instagram's easy for me. Sometimes it's Facebook for people, and I think LinkedIn's a, a big tool that that's a preference for a lot of people in the real estate investing world. But whatever it is, establish that connection, and then you can start building a relationship. Yeah, thank you. You also do have a course. As a side note, I'm actually mm -hmm. going through it right now, mm -hmm. so that is very helpful. But you got to do the exercises. You got to pause, write what you're telling people to do and move on to the next module. Um, otherwise you're just learning for the sake of learning. And if you're not implementing or doing the homework, it's not gonna go anywhere. What I love about that is I think we do spend way too much time learning stuff we don't need to learn. And that's the value of a coach or value of a, a group or a value of like your podcast where you have different topics. So like for me, I was owned a gas station, you know, and from there I ended up cold calling, then learning to do presentations, learning to sell, get referrals, then learning to put on events and learning to create products and then publish books and build an email list and become a, you know, a leader, ended up with 20 employees, the agent for speakers, everything was very specific that I had to learn. And so there's so much I don't know. But what I had to learn is where I put all my focus, all my energy, what is the problem in front of me? And I think Having put on a lot of events, there are a lot of people that just love to learn and they confuse learning with doing. I, I love that you made that that reference of, you know, it's not just hearing it, it's actually figuring out what you need to do next and and then focusing on that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You also have a mastermind and, uh, you know, I have been to many of your masterminds and I'm part of another mastermind in self-storage space. I think the ROI on these masterminds are, for me, 20x so far, <laughs> 20 times minimum. So I think they are incredibly powerful. And right now we're in January. So people are thinking still about their goals, some of them. Uh, there's still time to change your path for the year and, and narrow down on your goals. Let's talk about the benefits of mastermind. You've been doing this for many years. What have you seen come out of them, of your masterminds? Uh, you know, yeah, it, yeah, you've seen it all. So, well, I'm thinking of Mark and Tamil Kinney ended up starting a huge that I personally coached them. They were part of my group for a couple of years. Uh, Tom Burns, who wrote My Doctors Don't Get Rich, uh, Kiyosaki signed the forward of his book. Tom's been a member since 2017. I coached Tom for three years. And he raised he, how much again? With, a lot, you know, 700 yeah. <laughs> million. Uh, Michael Manthe, been a member for like five years, but Michael, I personally coached and he's built this incredible uh, community uh, where they're doing huge events. And Anna Kelly, uh, people have been part of mine that I coached that went on to create their own masterminds. Uh, Marco Santarelli, who's an amazing guy. But no, we've had a lot of success and there has been a lot of business that happens inside the group, but it has to happen authentically. That's the key. When people back to the showing up, if you show up and there's a common connection or a common relationship, uh, amazing things happen. Uh, a lot of my entrepreneurs, and I'm thinking of like Robert Crockett, uh, Adam Gutorf, these big entrepreneurs have now invested a lot, you know, with 
the investors. So there's all kinds of connections yeah. happening. I think tax stuff has been one of the biggest things because Mike Pine's a member and Mike, he didn't come speak and do Q&A and he's just one of the best. And see Simon Bailey messaging me here. Simon's a 12 best-selling book author that gets 60,000 to speak. He's been a member for three years. He'll come and speak and do master classes. We, we always do master classes at each event. So all the people I'm talking about will hold a master class, Claire Hoover on self-storage or whoever it is, right? So just a lot of talent. It's definitely the favorite thing I do. I, I really have my life pretty simple. I do three things and all three I love. I, I do them by choice and the, I, I love it. I actually started it in 2015 based on Darren and John saying you should start your own. But I was retired. And when I started it, I really did have the intention, and it's not changed nine years later, is who would I want to spend time with? And can they make me better? You know, how can I help them? But also, how can they help me? So my mastermind's different than a lot I see in the sense that, first of all, it's not about me. It's about the group of people in the room. I love talent. I love to see people that are win-win focused. Uh, I actually highly dislike a lot of the agendas I see out there. Uh, a lot of the manipulation, a lot of selling the dream, whether it's in the real estate world or in my marketing world. When you have great people like Colonel Tim Cole and Ron White and, you know, Nui Scruggs and all these amazing people that each have their own gift. So mine's a little bit different. I did it for me. I want it really high quality people. That doesn't mean the most successful people per se. That's not a litmus test for me. A litmus test for me is, are they authentic? Can I trust them? Are they win-win focused? I have had people come in that don't get invited back, you know, because they had an agenda, you know, they're there to do all the things I have a little bit of a disdain for people kind of, they, they come in and they think, okay, this is my tribe. This is, these are amazing people. And we, uh, we have, we have it all, you know, we have fitness, we have investors, we have entrepreneurs, we have people with 500 employees. I've got, uh, a single mom that has a hair salon too, you know, and she is a great fit as well. So my, my goal is who can it help and are they going to be a good fit? And that doesn't mean they have to come in as a contributor. A lot of people want to be contributors. A lot of people want to just soak it in. I have, like I said, Nui Scruggs, he's a 12-time Emmy-winning sportscaster. He goes hides in the back. He said, <laughs> I am here to recharge my battery. I'm not here to be the guy that's up teaching What's really cool to me is to have Phil Collin and Def Leppard, who's actually spent the whole day with us at an in-person mastermind, uh, but he's been on three of our virtual masterminds, and he'll stick around and take questions. You know, so I've had like, you know who Dugan Kelly is. So Dugan's like the biggest Def Leppard fan. Who would have dreamed that? Or Anna Kelly, biggest Def Leppard fan. So you you have these people that are these massively successful people that are also fans and they get to ask whatever they want. Same thing for Brian Tracy. And no, it's a special, it's a special group. My job is to make sure that Tim Cole wants to keep showing up. Right. You know, that, yeah. you know, I, I, there's a, I have some members that are kind of my true North on making sure we're, we're doing something kind of special and sure. a lot happens. There's a lot of uh, teardrops that happen at these, a lot of vulnerability. People are going through things. So although it's a business mastermind, it's, it's, uh, people are going through stuff and we create that space as well. 
everyone is going through something, either personal or in business or both. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. No, and we're, we, you know, we have a meditation where I have a Dallas group. I have a LA group. They're very different environments, uh, but we, we all come together. Being judgmental doesn't serve us well for the most part. Being open, realizing we can learn from everyone. You know, one of my favorite Jim Rohn quotes was, be a student, not a follower. Make sure everything you do is the product of your own conclusion. Bottom line is we can learn from everyone. You don't have to agree with everyone. Find the one or two things that make sense to you, but make sure it's the product of your own conclusion. And so like we have people that show up and they're they're open, but then they're going to make the final choice, which mm -hmm. is what you want people to do. And it's not only showing up, it's also following up, you know, building that relationship, having the people there see who you are and what you stand for. Uh, your character. Those are all really important things. You know, I had a guy the other day reach out to me and I, I don't remember even meeting him. And he's like, how can we partner up? And I'm like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you stand for. I have never seen you in action. I know <laughs> you need to build a relationship first. Yeah, yeah. The after parties where a lot of that happens, right? So oh, there's yeah. always a reception. If it's at my house, I'm eventually kicking people out. You know, there comes a time <laughs> it's like, Y'all need to leave. No. But, you know, like in L.A., we'll stay till we close the place down. Yeah. And so, yeah, the after party is always valuable as well. And that's where a lot of that happens. I've sat back and watched and just everyone is connecting with someone. Yeah. Right. It's it's amazing how there seems to be the right fit for everyone there. We we have experts on every level, like the books, like the book you were in. There's these this expertise across the line. And it's seen. And again, the master classes help expose that, right? Because they'll talk about going through a divorce or health issues or cancer or tax, you know, how to save on your taxes with investing. And people will then pick the one that's the biggest need for them, right? Yeah. And then that relationship will, will carry on. I think you met Stormy Hill, right? Who's this mm -hmm. amazing doctor, psychologist, uh, who has all kinds of things. And it, it's amazing how much good stuff really does happen. And that's why I feel so enthused about, about it, you know. And I don't want to screw it up. And it's delicate, you know. So it's one of those things. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into making sure it's a phenomenal event for people. 100%. Wow, this has been wonderful, Kyle. I'm so glad that, you know, I'm part of uh, your circle and it's been such a joy and a pleasure and like I've learned so much and I really appreciate you making the time. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Yeah, well, thank you, Stephanie. This has been an honor for me and I'm just, I've loved watching what you've been doing. Like it's, it's incredible what you have built and the things you've done and just stepping out and, and taking action. Uh, so I do have a free gift if anyone wants it. This, this is a book I did a few years back and I said a bunch of these people's names, John Asaraf, Brian Tracy, Darren Hardy, Les Brown, Mark Victor Hansen of Chicken Soup, Phil Collin of Def Leppard. Seth Mosley, Tim Cole, many others. And this is a book I did called Success Habits Super Achievers. And it came from my podcast. But I have 80 authors that tell their story. And uh, I give it away for free, the digital version. If they'll send an email to Kyle at kylewilson.com, just put Success Habits. But also mention they heard about it on, on your podcast. 
And also tell me, uh, you know, how long you've been following Stephanie. And also if you're a Jim Rohn fan or a Darren Hardy fan or whatever it may be, or a couple of things you got from this podcast, I, I respond to every one of these. I'm not sending you to a website. You're going to email me personally. I do respond to every one of these because again, if someone, if someone cares enough, if someone, if this means something, maybe you are a Darren Hardy fan, maybe Jim Rohn changed your life. I want to know about it. I'll reply. And I'll send this and a bunch of other things. And, uh, you know, it was such an honor to have you, this most recent book, right? Then yeah. we had Dennis Waitley and Chris Gronkowski of uh, Shark Tank and NFL Days and multiple others, Ron White, Seth Mosley. And if you guys don't have this, are you giving this away, Stephanie, to yeah, your, yeah. your folks? Yeah. yeah. Send you an email or website or whatever it may be. But it, it's a powerful book. And I tell my story in this too. Make sure and reach out to Stephanie about that. Yeah, all of your books are phenomenal. And Kyle, thank you so much for being here today. I really, really, really appreciate you making the time. Stephanie, you're the best. Thank you so much. And you I'll are. see you in LA, hopefully here soon. Yes, looking forward to it. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at monicarlorei.com. And I will see you next time.